Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. We're going to be looking at a response now to a recent United Nations independent International Commission of Inquiry and its uh, credibility behind that. Joining us now on the line is uh, Sean Sack, a senior researcher at uh, NGO Monitor. Sean, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Hi, good afternoon, Michael. How are you? Good and you. And once again, thank you for making the time to join us, Sean. So as I've mentioned in the introduction to the segment, this inquiry, which is called the Palais Inquiry, which uh, objects to Jews reframing anti-Semitism amongst other things. Sean, uh, what, what are the exact concerns around this report? Okay, so this was a, an inquiry launched by the United Nations a uh, couple of months ago, the mm-hmm. idea being that they wanted to have a comprehensive inquiry into what they call the violence in Israel and the occupied Palestinian territories, according to them. But the inquiry was pretty much a sham from the beginning. Mm-hmm. They made sure that the people who were responsible for collecting the data were, all had a history of anti-Israel activities. Um, among them, Navi Pile, the, the South African jurist who had a, um, a history of anti-Israel activity in the past. She didn't be include, she'd been accused of severe uh, bias with regards to Israel. Mm-hmm. And this current commi- this current report that they issued, um, in addition to obviously being berating Israel, they also have, uh, they also came up with a significant objection to modern definitions of anti-Semitism. For example, things like comparing Israel to the, Nazi, to the Nazi regime they didn't like very much, or the fact that they were singling out Israel, and that is often regarded as a form of anti-Semitism, according to the International um, Holocaust Remembrance Alliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, these, are type of, these are the type of things that we, many Jews today will recognize as modern anti-Semitism. When you say Israel is uniquely guilty amongst the nations, Israel is compared to the Nazis, and these are the, these type of Examples, the commission under Navi Pele rejected. They obviously want to be able to berate Israel, say that Israel is uniquely guilty in the world, and they didn't like people objecting to them. You know, the United Nations, uh, Sean, supposedly a neutral, you know, like a non-biased organization which looks, you know, objectively at global issues, et cetera, et cetera. We can waffle on this for a little while. I'm looking at a picture now at this uh, commission of inquiry, those are comprising of it. Um, Chris Sedotti, we've got, uh, the, as you mentioned, the chair, Nabi Pillay, and Milun Kotari. What was the criteria behind electing people who have uh, opinions about Israel in the first place to compile such a report uh, of this nature? Well, I think that you, you said it exactly as it is. The United Nations is far from a neutral observer when it comes to Israel. Mm-hmm. And it appears when they set up this inquiry, the prerequisites for the commissioners was they needed a history of extreme anti-Israel activity. And it's not a surprise then that the current reports from the commission make a point of singling out Israel and saying that Israel is uniquely responsible or bad or is the main aggressor in the situation. Um, it goes along with me- much of the rest of the United Nations activities with regards to Israel, and it's probably one of the contributing factors into the fact that we have ongoing violence in, in this region. I mean, just to add to that, those conducting, well, this picture that I've been looking at right now, those conducting the report, uh, you, 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 you wonder what sources 
and uh, what determines and, and what determines this report and who they and wh- who or what they're interrogating to arrive at such decisions in the first place. Well, we well we actually know that there are a host <laughs> of anti-Israel non-governmental organizations, NGOs that have been incredibly active internationally and at the UN on uh, propagating this idea that Israel is uniquely responsible for violence. Israel is an apartheid state. The idea of proposing boycotts and debt divestments and sanctions of Israel. And these same NGOs write reports month after month, and these reports are then integrated into the United Nations. And in some cases, these reports, we even found the actual wording was cut and pasted into the United Nations reports. So far from being neutral and accepting information from a variety of sources, these same jurists you mentioned before Mm -hmm. went to the anti-Israel NGOs, took their exact wording, made that wording their current report, and lo and behold, we have a cycle of anti-Israel rhetoric that is now part of the ongoing UN rhetoric. Sean, but, uh, okay, so we have this Palais uh, inquiry, as it is called, um, is there any added vetting done to this? Does this report not undergo some type of evaluation process in itself from, from other authorities? No. no, it actually doesn't. They are, they wow. are the end, they are the end vetters. They, not only that, the commissioners themselves from, uh, Navipil and others have ensured that organizations with a pro-Israel leaning are, are not invited to give evidence. In fact, if we, you read the report very carefully, like we have done, they have mentioned it very clearly that they, will, that they disregarded information from anything they regarded as a pro-Israel source. Okay, so we just got to let that sink in a little. We'll come back to we'll come back to that. But but why does this report at the same time also, besides other things, attack and condemn the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, the IHRA? What is their stance on that? Well, that's exactly how we started. The International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, the IHRA, is an international standard for the definition of Mm anti-Semitism. It has been accepted by a wide variety of European countries, including the European Union, and parts of it have also been um, now incorporated into the White House, the White House anti, um, the the White House task force to combat anti-Semitism. Now, the IHRA is very clear about what is anti-Semitism, and it creates a very clear parallel between old old anti-Semitism and modern anti-Semitism, where what has happened is the term, the, the derogatory term Jew has simply been placed with Israel, with, with Israel or Zionism. So we have many people who are now saying, well, I'm not an anti-Semite, but Israel is responsible for the, all the evils of the world. Or mm-hmm. I'm not an anti-Semite, but the Zionists control the bank. And these type of examples that the IRHRA is very clear about. I can't understand and how, is, yeah, such blatant, uh, shall we say, disclosures and one, uh, you know, like, uh, un, you know, biased disclosures and one-sided disclosures like this are going to get away with anything at this uh, at this stage, Sean. But as a researcher at the NGO Monitor, how does NGO Monitor, how can NGO Monitor come in on this and any other organisations? To at least uh, vet this, I know we've spoken about the about vetting processes, but at least to lend some credibility, some uh, re- some realistic, you know, like outlook to this inquiry. Okay, so I, the the inquiry itself requ- requires and should get zero credibility, and I think that's the reason why we've seen 
even um, most mainstream media around the world, South Africa, South Africa included, haven't paid much attention to this commission of inquiry other than a few news snippets. Because even in South Africa, it is regarded as a completely foregone conclusion. It is a bit of a joke. But the most important thing is, as, as Jews around the world who take Zionism as a major part of our identity, or as people around mm-hmm. the world who see Israel as a beacon of hope, it's important for us to, edu- to be educated and aware mm-hmm. that, this, that organizations are out there to dismantle Israel using any and all tools in their, in their arsenal. Mm-hmm. It used to be through violence and threats, and unfortunately yeah. today, many anti-Israel organizations have adopted the rhetoric mm-hmm. of, calling, of adopting anti-Israel stances at the UN and making up blatant falsehoods about Israel. So it's our duty to learn about this, and that is one of the jobs of our organization. Indeed. As you say, what is scary about it is that this all is stemming from a United Nations sanctioned inquiry, Sean, as you say. One's just got to endeavor as uh, non-governmental organizations and organizations to at least dispel these uh, impressions and what have you that uh, one is getting of Israel in this day and age and how they're defining the Jewish community and, uh, you know, like really running the nation down and the country down. Sean, we're going to have to leave it at that. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon just to give us some background into exactly what is going on with this independent international commission of inquiry known as the Palais Inquiry.